That was the news. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. <laughs> You're joined by myself, Lawson. Got Nikita in the studio as well. Pete on the decks. We've just been, we've just been blasting through this thing. You know, we had some mm-hmm. minor tef- technical difficulties. Minor. Well, kind of major <laughs> technical difficulties to begin the show. We're back on air. We're getting yes, it done. We're we living are. our best lives. And we are going to begin with our next quiz question. Yes. And the question is, which of the following books contains the most chapters is it Job, Isaiah, Jeremiah, or Ezekiel? Mm. Which of the following books contains the most chapters? Yeah. Job, Isaiah, Jeremiah, or Ezekiel? And that's simply A, B, C, or D there. A for Job, B for <laughs> Isaiah, D for Jeremiah, C for Jeremiah, I should say, or D for Ezekiel. If you know the answer, yes. hey, 0491-064-669. That is the number to text if you know the answer, and if you do, you'll go into the draw to win an amazing prize for this week. What have we got, Nikita? We have 40 days of prayer and devotions on God's End Time Church. Mm. So you'll be going through a 40-day devotional and prayer time specifically dedicated to learning and understanding what the End Time Church is going to look like and how we can actually have a stronger relationship with God here and now for His soon coming. Mm. So that's basically a very short summary of what the book is like. Mm. And it's really good. I would highly recommend it, even if you um, don't end up getting the prize. But Mm. for people just to answer the questions and you'll be in for a draw. And by the end of this week, um, whoever ends up winning, you'll actually be able to receive this prize. Yeah. For an amazing prize, which is a huge blessing. Prayer is is the lifeblood. Mm-hmm. All of our Christian life, you know, having a connection with Jesus, speaking to him as a friend, and also like the activity of prayer as well, supplication, uh, we, you know, thanksgiving, um, and repentance, confession, mm. adoration, those kinds of things, like being able to connect with Jesus through prayer, yes. not only to know that you've been heard, but really like... Uh, this morning, we're having technical difficulties. Yes. We're really <laughs> struggling with it. And uh, we got on to Michael, uh, one of the leaders here at Faith FM, you know, and, mm. uh, you know, the, the big boss uh, down in Melbourne. <laughs> and we're talking to Michael and we're like, oh, we're having these issues. And we just stopped to pray. Mm. Like, God, please help us. And literally, like, pushed a few buttons and then all of a sudden, you know. Bam. Uh, yeah. We're here. We're, we're here. We're working. <laughs> we're we're not on air. Like, we, we truly believe in the power of prayer. We mm. believe that God is wanting to work in our lives yes, um, and it's it's powerful. And that's exactly mm. what this book is about because it's not only that prayer, we go to God to ask him for stuff, but yes. also through our prayers, God changes us and transforms mm-hmm. us. Absolutely. And that's what this book is getting into. We know you guys want it. 0491-064-669. Again, which two of these books have the most chapters? Is it Job, Isaiah, Jeremiah, or Ezekiel, Job, Isaiah, Jeremiah, or Ezekiel, 0491-064-669. Got a text in here from Wayne regarding Taz Walker's interview. It says, just a thought, the vegetation back in Noah's day would have most likely been different to the vegetation we have today. Uh, the... Um, uh, though, let me see here, uh, would be green plant, uh, then it wasn't, uh, then wasn't it? Uh, the vegetation would most likely broke, have broke down quicker if God wants coal to be formed in our time, it will happen. And, and so, well, this is the thing is like, I think, yes, the vegetation would have been bigger, would have been like, mm. we, we lived in a, a perfect world with yes. like perfect vegetation and, and a perfect, you know, unpolluted atmosphere and whatnot. And mm. the point that Taz Walker was actually making, Dr. Taz Walker, is that we can see, we can, 
get vegetation today yes, and compress it and add a little bit of heat. And mm. within a matter of weeks, we have coal. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. And we've seen the same thing actually with diamonds as well. Mm. Uh, we can manufacture like real diamonds, not like plastic, like real diamonds. Now we can manufacture them through putting them in a machine where there's mm-hmm. compression. Now, the, the, the question is, oh, well, could you ever replicate that naturally? And the answer is, well, the evidence actually shows that it was replicated mm-hmm. naturally. You know, the, the great movement of sediment. Uh, that that has taken place and whatnot shows that there had to be a worldwide catastrophe in yes. which the world's sediment and whatnot shifted and rapidly compressed and mm. trapped all of because we see all the fossils of animals so that that yep. had to, all of those animal fossils had to be rapidly like trapped mm-hmm. buried and compressed yes and it's the same thing with this vegetation that then turns into coal mm-hmm. and dude like millions of tons of of uh, tons of kilos of uh, of uh, sediment moving and trapping vegetation, immediately compressing it with a bit of heat as well. Yep. Of course, it's going to turn into coal, mm-hmm. like quite quickly. Absolutely, uh, it's going to turn into coal, and that's exactly what we see and observe today here in the Hunter Valley. Mm-hmm. And and so the the point that we're really making here is this doesn't necessitate the long ages mm. uh, that are given for the Earth. Uh, because we can see that that can happen in a very short amount of time, mm-hmm. which gives further credence that the idea of a creation story is yes. not impossible. Absolutely. Uh, and furthermore, a creation story that doesn't necessitate um, evolution, whether mm-hmm. theistic or non-theistic, and, yep. and by that I mean that we really here at Faith FM subscribe to the six-day creation narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we do not, we have to be honest with ourselves yes. and ultimately conclude that, oh, hey, you know, there are parts of the Bible that are very much written literally. And that's the big thing here mm. is that the creation account in the Bible is not written in figurative language. Mm-hmm. You're actually uh, doing a class this semester. You're yes, doing Torah. I am really and that's, excited. And that's where, we, that's where we got into, you know, we, we, we analyze, and it's a class that I've done in, in, a, in my theology degree, um, that we get into like the way that Genesis is written and particularly mm. the creation account, it is not written in a poetic form, Yeah. nor is it written in a metaphorical form, nor is it written to be symbolic. It is written like the language that's being used, the way that the history is being told. It is written as a literal account. Mm. And as Christians, like we subscribe to the fact that God can create the world in six days because Absolutely. he is God. Like mm-hmm. he is God. He can work in miracles and whatnot. He can do the and, impossible. And the, I think the amazing thing that, the likes of Taz Walker and Creation Ministries International, creation.com, are pointing out. Shout out to those guys. Go and check out mm. their resources at creation.com. What they're pointing out and and showing um, is that the science also aligns with the biblical account. Mm. And diversions from that in the scientific community represents not proof from the evidence yep. but rather a reinterpretation Absolutely. of the evidence that we can also see and also correctly interpret mm-hmm. based on the research that we've done yeah and so we can take confidence that the bible is true like that's ultimately 100%. that's ultimately what i'm trying to say guys <laughs> if if you are not a christian this morning listening you can take confidence in the word of god if you are a christian listening this morning you can take confidence in the word of god mm-hmm. the message for the bible is is true and ultimately 
points us not just to a revelation that, oh, the earth is actually young, but furthermore, which is true, uh, but furthermore that Jesus has lived, he's died, he's resurrected, and he has given his life to save you. Yes. Like this is, this is what we ultimately get that, get at. You know, um, as the book of Romans opens with, it says even creation testifies, you know, mm. of, of the reality of the world that we live in, that there is good and there's evil and there's sin, um, uh, that there is, uh, but also that there is a savior. Um, who has given everything to save us. So it's, it's really beautiful stuff. Hey, oh, mate, just banging on about creation. And I love it. You know, I love it. It's like <laughs> one of my favorite topics. Uh, we get into it. But we're continuing on our Bible study in the Psalms, looking at, well, the overarching topic for our week this week, I will arise. Um, and then particularly today, justice for the oppressed. Such a beautiful topic. Justice for the oppressed. You know, we're... um. We were talking earlier. I was telling a story about England mm. and some of the interesting things that are happening there, and and uh, that there are people who are gaming the system, uh, the immigration system or the refugee system in in England, and they're claiming oppression and they're they're claiming you know and they're being signed off uh, mm-hmm. on that oppression um, so that they can make their way into the UK, and then they've yep. you know committed some terrible crimes and, and stuff like that. It's really an, an unfortunate case that's that's happening there um and it's like oh man like people would take advantage of of the charity given to the vulnerable and whatnot Mm. like that that's that's sad to see uh but the beautiful thing here is god knows uh god knows god knows who's struggling god Mm -hmm. sees the struggles of those who are oppressed who are subjugated and god is is working to help those people absolutely uh in this life and also in the life to come 100%. as well. We have a few different passages we want to get into yes. to look at this. Uh, we can actually begin, let's head over to Psalm 9. Um, this is a really, really powerful psalm and really like the this, the subtitle here, it says, Prayer and Thanksgiving for the Lord's Righteous Judgments. So, mm. oh man, God fixes oppression through judgment. Let's, let's have a see here. Let's have a look at what the Word is saying. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Connect with us on 0491-064-669. Do you want to start for us in verse 15? Verse 15. And just keep reading through. Verse to the end? 15, yeah. Yep. Okay, so this is Psalms 9, 15 to 20. The nations have sunk down in the pit which they made. In the net which they hid, their own foot is caught. The Lord is known by the judgment he executes. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. Meditation. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, do not let man prevail. Let the nations be judged in your sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. Mm. Okay, interesting psalm here. Mm. Um, And speaking of God's judgment, the destruction of the wicked here. I love how it says here in verse 17, it says, The wicked shall be turned into hell mm. uh this gives us a perspective on destruction that you know because we see destruction and we see hell right throughout the bible as as a burning up yes you know? uh that's the 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 symbol you could say or the 
an event. The, well, the, the yeah, the, the 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 symbol or the picture that God paints here yes. in Scripture. It's like it's a it's a destruction that takes place, mm. a, a burning up. And it's when it says here, they shall be turned into hell. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we see that there will be this like the wicked shall be destroyed uh, mm. here because uh, again, and, and this is a, another Bible study in and of itself, you know, the, yeah. the, the length of destruction that there mm-hmm. is and the fact that uh, the Bible clearly, you know, states and says, and uh, that, yeah, the destruction of the wicked does not last forever. Uh, yes. It's not an eternally conscious burning hell, but mm. rather, uh, because that's not what God's about. God wants no. to end sin. Like God, God wants to destroy sin. Mm-hmm. God does not want sin to exist anymore. Um, and because of that, Sin will be destroyed. Yes. Uh, along with, well, it says here, the wicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, God promises here retribution for the acts of the wicked and judgment mm-hmm. for the acts of the wicked. Um, Definitely. And, you know, and, and I love how it says, it says, the wicked shall be turned into hell, hell and all the nations um, that forget God. You know, it's like the justice that has the injustices that have been done either by people or by nations or by groups or whatever it may be. Like God will answer for, God will give an account to. Uh, but then it says here in verse 18, for the needy, mm. those who have been oppressed, um, shall not always be forgotten. Yes. I love how it says not always be forgotten. You know, the needy are often forgotten. Yes. It, it's actually very interesting because we always talk about those in need. We need to help people over in Africa, third world countries, mm. developing countries, so on and so forth. And yet nothing is really being done. Mm. We keep saying it, but then the actions don't always fully line up. Mm. Um, there are definitely organizations that do go yeah. out and do things like ADRA and several other um, ministries that do help out as well as those um, in the world with those mm. organizations too. But we end up getting on with what's happening in our life, where was me, and um, but then we end up. That's just a self perspective instead of others viewed as well. Yeah, and God is the one that sees all of us. He yeah. doesn't forget us. Mm. He's the one that remembers each and every one of us in the times of peril. Mm. And yeah, it is beautiful. Yeah. My my mind goes to like in an example like you you brought up Africa there mm. and um how there are people who make efforts definitely. And I think you know there's there's you know, every company in the world for whether yes. it's good PR or the general mm. wants of their heart like make some effort in yes needy third world countries to to benefit them but then at the same time we also know that like for the company to be as big as and profitable as it is that come that that's because of investment into their own company you mm. know they're not giving money away to these poorer countries like yeah. hand over fist as they probably could mm. and often the cases there's a lot of exploitation that happens in those poorer countries because yes. they're potentially resource rich or whatever it may be and my mind goes actually to the the case in the case of South Africa. Mm-hmm. South Africa, I see, is like one of the saddest countries. Like, yeah. along with like North Korea and whatnot, I, I wouldn't say South Africa's is bad from that perspective of yeah. like total isolation and total oppression. But rather, we see in South Africa, um, you know, failures in the power grid and all the stuff. Like mm. places in South Africa, like a majority of the places in South Africa where they ha- they have like up to twelve hours yeah. of of the like the power shut off and mm-hmm. stuff because they're having such an energy crisis over there. And the question is, oh, why are they having this energy crisis? Yeah. Like, you know, are they just like 
you know, oh, South Africa, it's poor country, da, da, da. It is totally, like, if, if, we, if you do the research into mm-hmm. South African politics yeah. and the events that have transpired over the last 20 years, mm-hmm. uh, it is totally the product of corruption. <sighs> that funds that were supposed to go to building infrastructure, you know, so that they could have sustainable energy and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, um, has, like, totally been misused um, and um, has like the cookie jar has been well and truly <laughs> dived into <laughs> by the politicians running the company who mm-hmm. country who drive around in Bentleys and live in beautiful mansions yeah. and all this stuff and and do politics you know and their parliament is a beautiful building while like there's slums everywhere and all this stuff and that's why like there's so much violence in South Africa mm. there's hundreds and thousands of people leaving South Africa yes. as a result I have a number of friends over here studying or mm. migrated over here and whatnot because they're like you just can't stay. Like we just, we just can't stay. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's not safe. It's, it's not viable. It's, you know, you can't run a restaurant because 12 hours a day, like you don't have refrigeration, like that, that yeah, kind of that's... stuff. Like it's, it's getting a really dire state. And mm-hmm. that is really a result of injustice and oppression mm-hmm. that, that has taken place there. And even, and unfortunately, the really unfortunate thing is not an outside force that it's oppressed, that's oppressed them, mm. but rather it's been internal injustice and corruption and whatnot. God does not forget this. Yeah. God does not forget this and he will make it right. Now, mm-hmm. at the same time, like God, I, I feel as though God can make it right in two ways. Yeah. There's, there's two ways that God can make things right. Mm-hmm. The first way is if man or the, the people who are committing injustice, if mm. they don't repent, God has, well, he will destroy yeah. sin. And unfortunately, along with that sin, those who do not repent those mm-hmm. who don't relinquish sin yeah. will be destroyed mm-hmm. will be destroyed as well so god has a solution you yes. know, for that injustice simultaneously the other way that god can solve injustice is through repentance mm-hmm. is that man you myself peter in the studio those listening the leaders of south africa mm-hmm. have the ability to fall before god humbly submit to him in repentance Absolutely. and through repentance as well change mm-hmm. um and despite you know like what we lose on this earth, we, you know, we lose. Like mm. it's, um, you can't always redeem the time. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you can't bring back lives that have been lost. Definitely. All of these things. But what can be made right is someone's eternal destiny. Definitely. And, and the world's eternal destiny. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. We're all broken, sinful people. And as much as the, uh, I believe it's the RNC or the ANC, whatever the, the, uh, the leading political power in South Africa, mm-hmm. uh, as much as those leaders of that political party have committed great injustice and oppression towards the people, yes. um, have really put the people out through their own selfishness. We too have also fallen into sin. Definitely. We too are also purveyors of selfishness. Um, like sin is all equal. It equates to death. Yeah, and that's right. when we come to God and repent, he is just enough to actually throw our sins that we have done into the depths of the sea and mm. forgive us yeah. and then and cleanses us of that. It's like, come, let us reason, though your sins may have mm. been as red as scarlet, you will mm. be white as wool. And he cleanses us yeah. each time that we come to him when we truly are sorrowful for our yeah. sins. That's right. He will not forget the needy. Mm-hmm. He will not forget those who have been through injustice and oppression. He will, He well, ultimately he'll save them. Yes. Like, and this is the beautiful message of the Bible is that he is seeking and searching for the salvation of those people and uh, as the Bible says, you know, the world will be given to those, you mm-hmm. know, as Jesus says in the Beatitudes, like yes. blessed are the meek, you know, for they will be, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he goes through it. Blessed are those who struggle. Blessed are like, yes. blessed are these people. Like God will repay them. God, will, you know, blessed, blessed are the last, but that will be first. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, these kinds of things. God will work to to help those being oppressed, and He will call all men to repentance. He'll call all men to Christ. Uh, and the beautiful message of the Bible is that. As a loving God, he lays before us a decision that we can make. Definitely. He lays before us a decision that we can make either to choose him or to, to choose to choose, to not choose him. Yes. And the result of that choice is either eternal life or eternal death. You know, we have more to talk about this, more to get into the Psalms, you know, uh, mm-hmm. justice for the oppressed. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. And right now, it is time for the final quiz question for today. The final one for today is, in which town was the roof of a house broken up so a man could be lowered into Jesus' presence? Oh, this is a beautiful story. I love this. This is a really beautiful... Well, actually, I was about to get into details, but then I know, like, I'll probably give away the answer. So, Mm -hmm. let's let's, let's leave it (laughs) until... And until we give away the answers towards the end. But yeah, in yes. which town was the roof of a house broken up so a man could be lowered into Jesus' presence? And we have an amazing prize, 40 days uh, prayer and devotionals on God's end time church. What does God's end time church look like? How should, well, the answer's kind of bad. Uh, yes. But, you know, I think it's beautiful because as much as we see the picture of Laodicea, like, okay, this is the state of the church. Mm-hmm. What is also shown is that well, God's people at the end of time, God's true people, yes. as they worship him in, in spirit and in truth, and then Revelation 14, mm. we, we get this description of those who stand with the lamb, mm-hmm. those who follow the lamb wherever he goes, those who stand with Jesus. And it's it's beautiful and it's yes. spiritual. And it's like these, these are, you know, th- this is like, it's like despite the church's state being lukewarm, mm-hmm. there will be people who will fully submit to God. Yeah. He will give everything to him, and as a result, they'll be standing in righteousness. And and again, we, we use that language, fully submit to God. And I'm not talking about like, oh, some people do this and some people. I'm talking about like falling before him in repentance, mm-hmm. falling before him and giving your life to him and saying, Jesus, work in my heart and my life. That is what God is requiring of us. But hey, yes. again, in which town uh, was the uh, was the you know the roof of the house broken up so a man could be lowered into Jesus' presence? Zero four nine one. Zero six four six six nine. Let us know the answer there to that one. Listening to the breakfast show this morning, we've been looking at the Psalms. We've been looking at justice for the oppressed. We're going to pick it up in Psalm forty-one. Let's read verse one to three. Sounds good. I'll be reading it in the New King James Version as well. So, blessed is he who considers the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive and he will be blessed on the earth. You will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him on his bed of illness. You will sustain him on his sickbed. That's actually really beautiful. Like um, Last night I was actually doing a study with one of my uh, sisters in Christ um, just based on Exodus 1. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful story because um, 
it actually comes down to Pharaoh asks these midwives to murder the sons. Children, yeah. Yeah, the children. But it's specifically just the sons first, mm. and they actually reject to follow what Pharaoh asked for. And then he brings them up to, um, to him again, just going, why did you not heed what I asked, requested, well, right. actually demanded you to mm. do? And they said, oh, well, these he- un- unlike, unlike the Egyptian ladies, um, these Hebrew ladies have been giving birth before we end up getting there. Oh, man, they're just <laughs> pumping them out, yeah. basically. That's, that's what they say. Like, these Hebrew Hebrew women, they're built different, bro. Like they get, like they're they're up and working again before we can even yeah. <laughs> midwife them. And the beautiful thing is, so it's in Exodus 20, uh, Exodus one for anyone mm. who wants to um, read it out and check it out. But in verse twenty one, um, well, actually, we'll go twenty and twenty one. It says, "Therefore God dealt with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very mighty. And so it was because the midwives feared God that He provided households for them, mm. like." They defied Pharaoh. They went against what Pharaoh actually demanded as a command. Yeah, we can assume that they were Egyptian as well, because it doesn't say Mm. it doesn't say otherwise, and that's why they're receiving commands from from Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the very fact, like going back to what the psalm is saying. Blessed is he who considers the poor. Well, these midwives were considering the women who were giving birth and Pharaoh was saying, get rid of the sons. And they were just like, no, like we're going to continue help the, helping these ladies who were giving birth, um, in this time. And the Lord actually delivered them because they were faithful to help out the Hebrew women as just giving birth in general, as midwives are meant to do, to help bring life into the world. And the Lord preserved them, helped keep them alive, provided a place for them to stay, and along with other things, I'm assuming, too, because when you're in a house, they, you're given food as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think of considering the poor, and I think of some of the mm. the situations that unfold in the book of Acts. Yes. You know, I, I think of Peter and and you know, heading up to the temple yes, and seeing the lame man story. sitting there and, the, you know, asking for arms. Mm. And I love Peter's response. Silver and gold have I none. Oh, man, is there, if there was ever a statement in the Bible I could relate to, mm. silver and gold <laughs> have I none. You know, we're, we're, <laughs> I'm a uni student and, uh, you know. Centrelink is wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Centrelink. Silver and gold have I none, but what I do have I give to you, you know, mm. the Spirit of God. Um, and uh, the word of God furthermore as well. And, yes. and we see that despite persecution, again, like the P- Peter is sustained mm-hmm. um, and helped and furthermore with Paul as well. You yes. know, you read about his sufferings like, yeah, I reckon one of those powerful chapters in Paul, all of Paul's writings, Second Corinthians 11, and it says here, you know, he's he's explaining as to why, like, he's like, guys, I'm a true apostle. Like, mm. they're having doubts as to who's true apostles. Yes. And who's not. It's like, guys, I'm a true apostle. How do you know? Well, look at what I've suffered. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not doing this for gain. Yeah. Because look at this. He goes like, are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In labors more abundant. In stripes above measure. In prisons more frequently. In deaths often. Mm. And then he goes on to, like, list about, like, all of the times, like, he's been persecuted. He's like, I've been beat by my countrymen, like, five times. I've been whipped three times. I've been yes. at sea, like, lost at sea three times. Like, uh, like, and not only lost at sea, but, like, shipwrecked. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, swimming in the ocean shipwrecked. Like, this is what I've been led through for the gospel because I'm trying to share it with those in need. And and he says, but what overcomes me more than anything else is my care for the churches, mm. like my deep care for the well-being of the churches. Like 100%. despite all of this, you know, it's also 
Paul, who would write as well, like, in all things I've learned to be content. Mm. I love that. And despite his suffering, like, he's considered the poor, he's considered those in need, which technically, I mean, that takes him from, like, the poor of any community, whether it's Ephesus or Corinth or, Mm. you know, those in Asia, those in Europe, to, you know, the Areopagus, to, you know, with with all, like, the philosophers, Mm -hmm. to, you know, the emperor of Rome. Like, yep. it takes him before everyone. It takes him from the most needy to those who are who are also, you know, ruling over. Mm-hmm. And despite this, like, he shares with everyone because his perspective is, like, all are in need of the gospel. Yes. All are in need of truth. Now, you know, there's nothing that Paul can give to Pharaoh mm-hmm. in terms of silver or gold. Yeah. Um, but he can give him the truth. Mm-hmm. And simultaneously with those in need, but also, like, for those in need, there is a, a responsibility that we should take on mm-hmm. to support those in need. Definitely. And I believe what it's I, – I, I think it's lovely what it says here. It says, the Lord will deliver him in yes. a time of trouble. Um, the Lord will preserve him and keep him alive, and he will – um, you will be blessed on the earth. My mind also goes to the story of Dorcas. Dorcas, I call my car Dorcas or Tabitha in the Bible. <laughs> I call my car Dorcas because it's an epic name. And the Bible says that Dorcas was full of good, good deeds and charitable works. And I'm like, mm. that's my, 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 my car because it drives me around. Well, not at the moment. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'll explain that another time. But, um, but yeah, look, um, Dorcas is this amazing woman who literally dies mm-hmm. and the town is completely bereaved because she was supporting the widows and those who need sewing tunics for them and whatnot. Mm. And Peter shows up and brings her back to life. Amen. Like her support of the needy was so vital. And I, as well, you know, there was such spiritual intentionality that, she was brought back to life mm. to continue to support those in need and furthermore, share the gospel yes. as well to see those people converted. And the Bible says very clear at the miracle of her resurrection, that whole town, they become believers in God. It's Amen. powerful. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. G'day, my name is Lloyd Grolleman and I'm the Aussie pastor. And my name's Hunty and I'm the tech. And I want to welcome you to our drive time show. 3.30 to 5.30 every Tuesday. Interesting interviews. Great guests. Inspiring Bible studies and hot, hot music. And I pray a place where you'll get just a little window into heaven where you will see Jesus, our mega superstar. 3.30 to 5.30 every Tuesday right here on Faith FM. You're listening to the Faith FM Breakfast Show, positively different radio. Absolutely, but what we do want to do here on Faith FM is give out positively, you know, get positively different radio, broadcast mm-hmm. that, share the gospel, and mm-hmm. uh, also to to give out amazing prizes as yes. well, of which we have done a whole bunch of questions for throughout today. And right now we're getting into answers. Yes, we'll be going into the answers. Mm. So, Lawson, can you tell me in Hebrews four twelve? Sorry, it's a multiple choice one. Hebrews 4.12 says the word of God is A, quick, B, powerful, C, sharper than any two-edged sword, or all the above. It is all of the above. The the word of God is quick, it is powerful, and it is sharper than any two-edged sword. That's my favorite verse in the Bible, actually. Really? Well, one of them. I've got many favorite verses. It keeps changing. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I'm my favorite, I would say, favorite favorite verse, Revelation um, 4.11 for me. Um, nice. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for he, uh, 
Thou worthy O Lord to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things by your will they exist oh, and created. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful verse there. Okay, and then we have a fill in the blank, but woe unto you that are rich. For ye have already received your consolation in oh. Luke six twenty four. Yeah, that, that's you know, I think that like as much as the Bible says like there are like rich followers of God. Mm. And then the Bible gives counsel to the rich, particularly in the New Testament, like, yes. uh, you know, woe to the rich. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, it's harder for a rich man to enter heaven than for the camel, for mm-hmm. a camel to go through the eye of the needle and, and whatnot. And I think the Bible is giving serious warning and concern about chasing riches yes. and about uh, living life just to earn money i think yep. that earning money and providing and whatnot is like in in other places the bible says like if you don't provide for your family like mm-hmm. you've denied the faith yep. you know it's the counsel given to husbands mm-hmm. um, but uh, what we see here is a really healthy view of money yes. that all we can do is you know the only thing that really matters is our focus on heaven um definitely yet, at times we have needs that uh we uh we are needing to you mm-hmm. know to to be able to to provide for yes, and, provide and, and mm. so on and so forth. Mm. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing with Jesus there. And then we've got the third question. In what town did Jesus grow up? Uh, that was Nazareth. Nazareth. Oi, rough as guts place. Mm-hmm. Like rough, rough as place. Um, and I think it just really adds to the, the thought and the idea and I think the mythos around Jesus that he really was kind, that he really mm. was loving and that – Jesus really reveals who God is because God would be willing uh at you know to go to and be born in Jesus would be willing to be born in you know low socioeconomic area mm. um to be relating to the poorest of the poor yes. and the most oppressed of the oppressed and and supporting them just where the beatitudes actually makes it just so beautiful because Jesus has been there he's related and like we don't have a high priest that can't relate to us. Oh, we can't, beautiful um, passage! Can yeah, be compassionate towards us. He can actually be empathetic to our situations. Absolutely, which is absolutely just um, a wonderful promise to be able to claim. Just going like, Lord, you are our high priest, and you can you understand the pain that I've been going through. So mm. please help me in this time and situation. Absolutely, Nikita, yes. Job, Isaiah, Jeremiah, or Ezekiel. Which one of them has the most chapters? Isaiah. Yes, yes. Isaiah, sixty-six chapters mm-hmm. there. Beautiful. And if you've never read the book of Isaiah, very much encourage you to. And particularly, as like the last couple of chapters of Isaiah, yes. really beautiful, really, really beautiful stuff. As well as you know, throughout Isaiah, many prophecies of the Messiah and mm-hmm. whatnot. Uh, and that final one there, in which town was the roof of a house broken up so that a man could be lowered into Jesus' presence? At Capernaum? Capernaum. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bible pronunciations, you know, like, it, that's, you know, the, people struggle. Yeah, Capernaum, beautiful story there. A paralyzed man being brought to Jesus, Jesus absolving not only his sins, but mm. enabling him to walk as well. A beautiful miracle done. Those are the answers for today. Thank you, everyone, for playing, right? That was Emu Music with As Surely As The Dawn. You are listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. Joined by myself, Lawson. We've got Nikita in the studio as well. Uh, Pete on the decks too. And it has come to the end of the show. It's flown by again. That's right. Even with the mishap this morning. Even, you know, <laughs> even with some technical difficulties, we still, you know, God, 
God perseveres. Uh, Amen. And uh, and so do we uh, mm-hmm. here at Faith FM. Hey, guys, you've been listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. And, of course, at the end of every show, we give away something absolutely for free. And all you have to do is text book and be the first person to text book at 0491064669. What have we got there? I'm actually very tempted to do it just myself at the moment, just texting books. So <laughs> we've got Heroes of the Bible, Old Testament coloring book. So This is for the kids. It's for the kids but mm-hmm. also we're all children of god so <laughs> any age <laughs> um so the book actually looks at the stories of adam jonathan deborah nehemiah noah solomon elijah isaac esther and naaman mm. um and you get to color as well as learn about the different um people in the bible in the old testament yeah amazing zero four nine one zero six four six six nine the first person to text through book will get that absolutely for free or oh, you got a got a uh, a text in from one of yeah. our Yes. Uh, our offsiders, uh, well, former offsiders, Danuta, she says, Hey guys, thanks for playing Faith First. Love that group. You guys are doing way, uh, doing, do, you guys are doing great. <laughs> doing great. Hey, thanks, Danuta. <laughs> hey, it's the end of the show, guys. Remember, hey, I've got awesome programming coming up after this. Talk faith, live faith, and act faith, and you'll grow strong in Jesus Christ. God be with you. For being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.